Would you say, Scott, that you are a bidet boy? <laughs> the look on your face when I said that. A bidet boy? Yeah. A boy who likes bidets. <laughs> bidet boy. Day by bidet by bidet. Um, First of all, have you ever used a bidet? I have never used a bidet. Ever. I don't think I've ever had the opportunity to use a bidet. Would you? Because I would use the fuck out of a bidet. You would? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would bidet the shit out of my bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and figuratively. I would do that, yes. I just, I've, I've never been somewhere where there's been a bidet Why don't to you, use. like, get a bidet? Can't you, like, get, like, one of that attaches to the toilet seat? Yeah. You can get one of those. Yeah, but... No, I would have to clear that with my wife, and that's just not going to fly. I mean, I hear from every I all the podcasts I listen to the people that have used bidets or have bidets at their house. They swear by bidets. They swear by them. They say they they all every one of them has said you're animals using just <laughs> wadded a paper. Like once you use a bidet, you can't use wadded paper because you'll never feel clean. You're we're animals. <laughs> It's like the three seashells from Demolition Man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I've been hearing a lot lately, like in a bunch of different podcasts, people talking about it. And I'm like, you know, I've never used a bidet. but never the way, used a bidet. No, but the way they talk about it, I fucking want so, one. So we're, we're coming clean here. Again, literally and figuratively. We're coming clean. I'm going to be honest with the listeners. I'm sure they love to hear about this. I have an issue. I, I have I have a issue yeah, well, I have very you... I have very messy poops. That's your diet. Very very messy ones. That's your diet right there. I'm sure it probably is. That's always been my Achilles heel. I have no problem exercising, but I my favorite foods are the worst foods you yeah. can think of. Yeah, and my poop is very very messy. Did you ever take like? A, sh- a black, we'll say brown for this. A brown <laughs> Sharpie marker. Brand new out of the pack. Remove the cap. Now take a piece of paper. Okay? And wipe the top of the, the Sharpie marker until it's until it doesn't wa- write anymore. Have you ever done that? I've never done it, no. That's me wiping my ass. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I could use an entire roll of toilet paper. And there's still going to be residue. I need a bidet. I need a bidet badly. Uh, I know what you're talking about. That is because I think I the past couple years I've had that on and off. But I ever since I stopped eating meat, especially, I feel like I have that a little more. So it's disgusting and gross. It's very disgusting. And gross. <laughs> Even to sometimes talk about I it. just give up and just gotta get in the shower. <laughs> well, all right. So when you wake up, do you yeah. t- do you shower in the morning or night? You a night or a morning? Um, I don't have a scheduled shower. I just, whenever I'm feeling, feeling dirty, yeah. You, whenever you feel like you need that bidet, yeah. you jump in the shower? Because sometimes I work during the day, sometimes I work at night, so okay. it varies. So, how do you feel if you take a shower and then get out and then immediately have to poop? How do you feel? Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst in the world, right? It's the worst. It's the old Daniel Tosh joke. Uh, I know you don't like him, but it's the old mm. Daniel Tosh joke of like, oh, you take a shit after you get out of there. You might as well just go back to bed and start your day over. There's no point. There's <laughs> yeah, no point anymore. Ruined. Ruined. Yeah. He's not wrong there. I will. I've done any. If I ever have to do that, I will take a shower immediately afterwards. 
I will I pause mid shower, get out and shit, and then finish shower. Okay. I've only done that a handful of times, but it has occurred in my life. This is the disgusting part of the portion of the podcast. So, Scott. We opened with this, though. Yes, we, we did. We opened with we this. We did. So, Scott, have you ever shat in the shower before? Never. Have you, like, even Never. when it's diarrhea and you're like, and you're like, you know Never. it's going to be runny? Never. Okay, good. Never. I piss in the shower every time I take a shower. Just because it's piss. But no. I've never shit the shower. Okay, so when you pee, do you try to like aim for stuff? Do you pra- target practice? Of course. Like you arcade, you'd be like, I'm going to hit that tile or I'm going to do this? Or... Of course. Of course, yes. Okay. <laughs> you think I'm a savage? <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, okay. I sometimes will like, when I'm peeing in the toilet, I'll cut off a little square of toilet paper, throw it in there, and pretend I'm ghost busting. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Well, you're in luck, Scott. Bidet is on Amazon. <laughs> oh, I am. The most expensive one. The yeah. most. What do you think the most expensive bidet that I'm I'm looking at right now? Maybe there's another one that's not showing up, but the one I'm looking at, what do you think it costs? The most expensive The most bidet. pricey. The, the Donald Trump brand, which is solid gold. Um, I don't know if you can get in gold. Maybe. Okay. I'm, I'm actually going to open it up. I'm going to see what you can get it at. Um, what do you? What would you, if you had to hazard a guess... What would be the most expensive? <laughs> okay. This golden bidets came up. He's laughing. I'm laughing at something else. Okay. Um, um, anyway. You actually got uh, sent a goop by accident. So you found the, <laughs> the golden bidets on goop. Um, I'm going to go quite a bit, man. I'm gonna, I, I, I have no idea. I have no basis for this. I'm just throwing a random number out there. I'm going to go $900. $900. That is going to be your guess. You are so far off. Like high? I'm too you high. You are so low. I'm so, so low. low. You are so low. The most expensive. Eleven hundred? Nope. Fifteen hundred? Nope. Two grand? Nope. Listen, Three grand? Listen, that's a little too high now. Okay. The most expensive bidet that I see on here is twenty eight ninety nine. Sweet Jesus! I'm just gonna get have a messy, messy shitter. Yeah, I don't and it's need not, that. And it's not like something that attaches to it. It's a completely separate system okay. that like sits off from your toilet. And yeah, it's twenty eight ninety nine. If you want to get it for eighteen months, you can set up a payment plan of one hundred sixty one dollars a month if you're interested. It's like shitting away money, <laughs> pretty much. The cheapest. I I I tried to categorize it uh, from low to high, um, and this is the reason why I laughed when it came up. All it's showing me. Are those um, nozzles that you attach to kitchen sinks that, that pull up? That's, that's why I started laughing. I was like, "Okay, Here you go, asshole, clean your bum in the sink." <laughs> and they're like three bucks, two bucks, it's three bucks. So, so there you go. You got oh, options. Okay. You got options, man. Um, I, I would love to bidet my asshole. I think don't they have them a lot in Japan? I, I, that's yeah, what I hear. They're Europe and yeah. Asia. Yeah, I think they're they're pretty common over there. But I've never been to Europe or Asia. So. When you, it's gonna be a little personal, but we've been drinking, so why whatever. not? Why we've not? already we've talked already... about our shits. When you take a shower, Scott, how do you clean your ass? I do lather you the dig, cheeks. Do you dig? Do you dig in there, kind of, kind of scrub it out a little bit, or do you, <laughs> or do you, or you just kind of like go over Whoa. the surface? Whoa! No, I spread those cheeks. <laughs> I spread them wide, and I let that water do its job. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, right? I'm not digging in there. But if I need to, I would. 
was like, I'm, oh, Jesus Christ, where is this? <laughs> there was so much potential in this show. It was, I, I felt good about this, and you just come out swinging. I still feel you good did. about this. So. You came out swinging, and we've had bathroom potty talk since we hit the I got, cord. I got, I got a lot more thoughts in my head of weird topics conversation that I'm that I'm that I'm not gonna bring up, but yeah. Okay, okay. So that's how we start the show. How's it going, Scott? How we doing? Any more problems so far rise of twenty twenty? You know what? Fucking yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. Since I, I know it was a real big fucking downer. Last episode we, we like started twenty minutes of the We started last very somber and I was talking about how my year has been going so poorly. Well this episode we took we did a complete reversal. We talked about our shits and what we do in the bathroom, so this has gone complete the other way. They've both been shit shows. Yeah, they really have. But I actually had again, now we're in February, another shitty, if you will, thing happen. Now, this one doesn't involve death, which is good. Thank God. But, Adam, you know how a while ago you were talking to me how your sister's bank account got hacked? Uh, and You yeah. contacted me and you asked me if mine never had, and I said, no, it never has. Yeah. Well, guess what, Adam? It has? Not Technically not my bank account, but Kristen's email got hacked by Russian bots, and... I know what you're thinking. We're not supposed to do this. But we do because we suck. We use the same username and password for like everything in our life. You're I, not supposed to do that. You shouldn't tell people that's what you do on we a do. podcast. But it's okay. so. Oh, well, listen. It's okay now. It's okay now. Things have changed. We always did that. Just because... I wouldn't remember every freaking password and username for everything I have in it life. It used to be okay when we were growing up, whenever we were dealing with the stuff on the internet, because you had like five, like had like maybe three or four different usernames and passwords you had to deal with. Like it's like variations it's like, of them, yeah. You know, MySpace, Facebook, AIM, and like name another random thing, and like your email or whatever. So now we have like you have like fifty different accounts of all different kinds of things. Right. So it's right. crazier now. So Kristen's email got hacked. It's the same username and password because we would forget if we had different ones for everything. So it just it just tailspin from there. So they hacked into her Instagram, they hacked into her bank, and they hacked into my bank. Jesus. Yes. How did and you find out? She found out by trying to log on to her Instagram. And it came it said it said incorrect username. I was like, oh. my email. Like, what do you mean incorrect username? So then she went and it came up with like Russian characters, like not even in English. She's like, oh my God. She's been on the phone like all day trying to get this fixed. Just happened today. Um, now the good news is it wasn't hacked by a person. It was hacked by a bot, like a program. Yeah. So they were able to hack into our bank account, but they didn't withdraw any money. <coughs> so you That's lucky. Well, basically the bot hacked it and it goes somewhere. Where the actual Russians themselves see, oh, we just hacked these bank accounts. Okay, let's remove it. She was able to catch it before money was withdrawn. That's withdrawn. lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. So we didn't lose any money, but we're locked out of our accounts. My card was stopped for a while. It, it was just, it was just a nightmare. And I think, as of this, as of recording this, she still isn't into her email, and she still isn't into her. Instagram. We got the bank situation. The two most important ones. We got those situated. 
but she doesn't have access to those. Her email she's concerned about because it's the email that she uses for her student loans. Yeah. So it has all of our personal information, our names, our social security numbers, all that stuff. If people wanted to look hard enough, they'd find it in that email because that's the email that we use for student loans. Yeah. So it's been a nightmare, basically. <laughs> but uh, we knock on wood, to this point, we haven't lost any money, just information, which if they want to steal my student debt, be my guest. Do you use different um, emails for different things? Like, do you have this email used for this particular type of thing? This email used for this particular type um, of thing? Yes, yes and no. I have an, one email I use. She has one email she uses. It's probably about a 50-50 split. Okay. But it's her email that got hacked. Yeah. And the things that she used her email on tended to be the more important things. Like, good job, my Disney account and my Disney Plus were with my email, so they didn't get those. <laughs> oh. But our banks are with hers, so they did get Not yet, Scott. <laughs> not yet. Come. Oh, I wish they would try to come for my Disney. <sighs> Get ready. This uh, I'll show you how to, I'll show you how to dance in capitalist America. <laughs> the hot slugs coming your way. Fucking Russians. Fucking wow. Russians. Yeah, I got hacked. You got hacked. Well, my wife got hacked, but it involves me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So, you so that hacked. sucks. So yeah, here I was thinking January sucked so bad. February's gonna start going the other direction. Wrongo. And it makes it even worse that you had to like switch your cards because like, do you do a lot of auto pay? Like with a lot of your bills, some of them, some of so them. So like you, so like that even makes you worse because now you got to like, switch over all. Like that my student, my student loan payments do come auto. Like they take it out every month. Um, some of our bills do. Some of our bills do. <clears throat> Kristen handles the finances. Yeah. She's she's the math whiz. She does our bookkeeping, so that's why it was her email in the first place. So she handles all that. So she knows which ones are auto. Hey, I think I think right now I only have one bill that is not auto pay, and that's my credit card bill. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I use my credit card, that's the one that I actually physically go on and make payments on. Everything else is auto pay, phone, all that shit. So, good God, fucking Russians! In Mother Russia, computer hacks you. So that sucks. This has been a regular shitty mm. year, shit show. But hey, let's turn that frown upside down. Oh, we're going to do that. We got some things to talk about. You know how everybody, you know how the best way to turn a frown upside down is to talk about politics. Oh, really? That's the best way to turn a frown upside oh, down. Oh, here we go. This is not going to be a political episode. I'm. Yeah, we had one of those a couple episodes ago. So everybody knows. discusses politics. We're not. We need no. a little jingle for when we, we do. do politics. Yeah. yeah. You stopped talking about school, so we don't use that jingle enough anymore. So now we need a. Now we need an FYD politics jingle. Yeah. Well, nothing interesting is happening in school. It's a lot of Fair enough. math and science classes. So um, we're not going to do a political episode, but we have to talk about, or I want to talk about, the Iowa caucus. The yeah. Iowa suck my caucus. What Basically, is, yeah. What's the dealio, Scott? I know I paid a little bit of attention, but I know you I know you are watching it like a hawk, probably. What and you know what? is the deal? You would be right, because I fucking was watching it like a hawk. And I demand I get that time back because <laughs> I feel cheated. I stayed up till damn near midnight on a, watching the damn Iowa caucus. I had to work the next morning. When did it start? It's been a couple weeks now that okay. we're recording this podcast. I forget now because it's such a fucking blur. Because if you've been living under a rock or if you're not American and you haven't been paying attention, 
we didn't get the Iowa caucus results right away. In fact, it took almost a week to get the results. And in fact, we technically don't even have the results now because now the Iowa Democrat Party wants to do a recount and a recaucus because some of the some of the math doesn't add up. And I just fucking hate. I just it's such a flawed system. So it has to be overly complicated is what it has to be for some and, reason. And my my sister lived in Nebraska and she didn't live far from the Iowa border. <clears throat> she had several friends that were from Iowa and they talked about the Iowa caucus and people from Iowa they love the caucus. They're the first ones in the state to do anything. They love that caucus. They giant throbbing caucus. How do you say that with a straight face? I don't. I can't do it. <laughs> so they they love it. They say it's a time to get together with like your neighbors, your friends, your family. It's almost. They said it's almost like a sporting event. Like they've tailgated before the caucus, and they've gone in and they've cashed. So basically, what how how it works is. You go into like a fucking high school gym and each corner of the gym, there's a section that has like a computer printer piece of paper with someone's name written on a tape to the wall. It'll say like Bernie Sanders here, Joe Biden here, Elizabeth Warren here, Pete Buttigieg here. Like all of them have their own little corner. So all these people come to the, come to the caucus and they sign up and then you come to your respective one, which is like your voting precinct. And you stand in the middle of the gym, and then you go to a corner of the name of the person that you support. And then people with papers come around, and they tally. And if your person doesn't have enough, then that person's out. And you have to pick another one, and you go to a different one. Are you like... It's like fucking Red Rover, but for the leader of the free world. It is. Are you like out, like, you can no longer run as a Democrat, like you now have to back down and support somebody else? Or is it like... You're out. It's just like, oh, you know what? Bye-bye, buddy. You, you can go somewhere else now. No, this is just for that one gym in that Iowa place. Like, Why is it such a big deal, then? Well, it's really not. I mean, we but make everybody it... Everybody talks about it. I don't live in Iowa, and I know what the Iowa caucus we make is. It, we make it out to be a big deal because for the past 20 years, for the Democrat side, anyway, whoever won the Iowa caucus ended up ultimately winning the nomination. Okay. So Hillary won the last time. Well, the two times before that, Obama won. The time before that, it would have been Kerry. The time before that, it would have been Gore. Like, whoever wins Iowa caucus wins the nomination. Does that mean it'll happen again? No, it doesn't necessarily mean that. Because technically, we don't even know who fucking won. So it's, it's a big fucking mess. So it's not it's not super important. I've talked to a lot of people that are like, I don't care about Iowa. I don't give a shit about Iowa. Well, it's the first one to do the vote. It's it's a fucking clusterfuck, man. So I saw videos online when there was ties. People were flipping fucking coins. People were convincing other people to leave their spots. It was a nightmare. It was So from what I understand, before the results were pulled because they want to re-caucus... The last time I saw, Bernie Sanders had the most votes, if you will, like by 6,000. Yeah. But Pete Buttigieg had one more delegate. He was nipping at them heels a little bit. I don't understand. I was telling you this off air. We've talked about it on the show before. 
for the election, we have the Electoral College, and I hate the Electoral College. I feel the Electoral College needs abolished. It's the worst, and that's for the general election. For the primary, we have something even worse than the Electoral College, and it's called the delegate system. So how it works is, if you vote for a person, that's fine. Like, like say you vote for Bernie Sanders in, in yeah. your state of Pennsylvania. Winning the state of Pennsylvania is like winning the popular vote. There's all, Also, you have to vote for, there's a list of like 20 people. And next to each person's name, it says, pledge to Bernie Sanders, pledge to Joe Biden, pledge to Pete Buttigieg. You have to vote for these delegates that are pledged to the candidate who you want to win. And then when they go to the convention, the delegates are at the convention and they vote at the convention. So if Jim Smith from Pennsylvania is a Bernie Sanders delegate and they get the most votes, so they go to the Democrat convention. So they should, for all intents and purposes, when, when Pennsylvania is called, they vote for Bernie Sanders. Oh, but Adam, they don't have to. They can switch their allegiances at any time. And that's the problem what happened four years ago. Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who was the chairman of the DNC, was able to go behind Bernie's back, get some of the Bernie delegates to switch their allegiance to Hillary, and that you have to get to a certain threshold of delegates to yeah. win the nomination. So that's how it works. So voting for the delegates is arguably more important than voting for the candidate themselves. Because you want these delegates to do what they're supposed to do. But there's nothing to make them actually do that in the long run. Yeah. I'm, it's the fucking worst system ever. I'm trying to figure out why it matters. Like, it's, it shouldn't fucking matter. Like, both the delegate system and the electoral college. I don't know. I guess I'm fucking wide-eyed and crazy, Adam. Call me shitty. I don't know. But you vote. Why don't we just go and vote? Everybody, Everybody goes and votes. Then when we're all done voting... You count the votes. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? No, I'm, I'm, I'm seated. I'm ready. Whoever has the most is the winner. I know, right? It's crazy to think that way, but maybe that would work better. Is it part of the reason why the Electoral College still exists, though, that the idea of trying to make sure that the majority doesn't make all the decisions for the minorities kind of thing? And you could argue that maybe now it's flipping the other way but it used to kind of be a better thing where um people that because okay in like the 50 the 40s the 50s the 60s the country was a little bit more conservative you know there was probably more i don't know maybe more republicans than democrats but i'm sure that the republicans were the more popular political party and if the popular vote like one there'd be like way less democratic presidents and way more republican presidents so i'm i'm not advocating for electoral cause because i've been saying for years that we need a better system we need a better system but like just doing it popular vote i think it's designed to protect against so that the minorities don't get screwed over by the majority kind of thing it's an archaic system it's it dated and it needs to change um, and some people would make that argument that you're making right now, but I would make the argument the other way. So people are saying, well, why should we let California and New York pick the president every year? <clears throat> We're letting the people pick the president every year. The people just so happens that the most people live in New York and California, respectively. So 
That's why it matters. <clears throat> one person should equal one vote. But people say, oh, well, if you did that, no one would ever campaign in Pennsylvania or Ohio. They would just go to New York and California and campaign there all the time. Well, guess what, Adam? The way it works now, nobody's Democrats aren't campaigning in Mississippi and Alabama or West Virginia. Why? Because the Republicans are going to win those deep, dark red states. Just like Republicans aren't campaigning in Illinois or New York, because those are going to be won by the Democrats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's working the opposite way now. So people in Pennsylvania are mad because the people in California are picking the president if we got to wear electoral college. But I'm in Pennsylvania now, and I'm mad that someone from North Dakota, their vote carries more weight than my vote in Pennsylvania. With the Electoral College, that's how the system works. My biggest problem, I think, with the Electoral College is it seems like it seems like one of those kind of systems where because of time zones and the way people vote and all this and that and everything like that, if a candidate gets um, enough electoral votes, they could potentially win the election before everybody's allowed to vote. Like, it doesn't happen often, but it can happen where a candidate will right, get, right. like, enough electoral votes or they'll win before some, like, the western states are even get their get their votes tallied. Right. And that kind of seems wrong to me. Well, that it's, happens all it, the time. Yeah. The eastern states, their polls are closed. They're, they're counting votes. You're watching whatever news channel on election night, and they'll call races in the east. While California, Washington, and Oregon, their polls are still open. Yeah. Now, typically, it takes the whole night to pick a winner because closer races. But yeah, in the past, before us, there's been some there's been some landslides where yeah, it wouldn't even matter what the West votes. I see what you're saying, and that that's true. <clears throat> yeah. So, but but that's the general election. The electoral college is the general election. Right now, we're still in the primary. So, and what, the delegate system is terrible. So, what are the results of the Iowa caucus? So, as of right now, which again, they pulled the results. But last I saw, and I don't know how you declare. What I have I have the results right here. Bernie Sanders got more votes than Pete Buttigieg. Not anymore. But he got more delegates. In from what I'm looking at, Pete also got more votes. No, as of Bernie right now. Sanders. They it, you're has, looking at old results. They has, stopped posting the results. He has two. He, from what I'm looking at right now, he has two more votes than Bernie. From what I'm looking, he has five two more votes. Yeah. What's the numbers? 564 to 562. But there's not 564 people in the state of Iowa who I don't voted know. for I'm just telling you what I'm Those are the at. delegates. No, there's a two different. There's a delegate column, there's too. There's super delegates, and there's regular delegates. I don't know what you're looking at. Adam, There's you're saying there's only 1,000. No, there's... there's <clears> that, Bernie I'm Sanders got... I'm telling you what that's, I'm looking at. But that's, that's why I'm, but that, there's that's a lot I'm more telling people. you. There's a lot more people than that in the state of Iowa. Bernie Sanders won by the votes. I, I'm saying 6,000. It might not be six. That's a number I'm pulling out of my ass. Bernie Sanders got more votes, but Pete got more delegates because certain counties are worth more delegates than other counties. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't know. It's never happened. Do you say, oh, the person who got the most votes is the winner? That's what I would say. The, or do the you article say the I'm, person who got the most the delegates? The article I'm looking at is from the New York Times. Okay. 
This is. But I'm going to show you. I'm going to spin what's around. What's the date on it? And I'm going to show you. What's the date? But Adam, S D E S. What is that? I don't know. I'm just telling you what I'm looking at. This this is what I'm looking at. Well, that was be wrong because Bernie. This got is as of two days ago. Yes, because they haven't even re they stopped reporting two days ago. I'm telling you, they don't have the full results out there. And, and and maybe Pete did win. If you consider getting the most delegates winning, then he won. Because Isn't that what the whole thing is about? Getting the most delegates? Isn't I don't know. I don't know. Then he won. But I would argue that th this, is, this is my whole point. I think the delegate system is stupid, just like you think the electoral college system is stupid. I think the people should vote. Whoever gets the most votes by the people should be the winner. So basically... I'll put it I'll put it into electoral college for you since you're not understanding the delegate system. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, right? Yeah. She had the she had more votes than Trump. But Trump won the presidency because he got to the electoral college. That's the equivalent of just Iowa. Bernie winning the popular vote, but Pete getting electoral college. You see what I'm saying? I understand what you, I okay. understand what you're saying. It's not a it's not a matter of me not understanding the system. It's a oh, matter okay. of me simply looking at the lit the newest article that I can about the caucus and seeing that of the two numbers, Pete Bouges are both higher than Bernie of the, both the numbers that, I, that I'm Percentage and delegates. Yes. And if you take of, the percentage and all three numbers in all three numbers. No, no, no. Not the number of people who voted. I'm just telling you Bert, what I, I'm saying. I, I retweeted it. I'm just telling you what I'm saying, dude. Okay. I'm, from the article that I'm looking at, there okay. are three columns, three different numbers, and of this article, according to the New York Times, that I'm looking at, all three numbers, Pete Bouges is higher than Bernie. So you think Pete won? I think it's a possibility. It's a very good possibility. I think Bernie won. So we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Of course and you this, think Bernie won. Course, Duh. Because he Duh. had Because he had more fucking votes. He might not come out of with more delegates, but he had more fucking votes. That right there, to me, means he won Iowa. Period. End of story. Paul talking politics does not make me feel better, Adam. It's not making me feel better. It doesn't make you feel it's better. Me but you said, but I'll make you feel better. Forget about the fucking Russians hacking you. Let's talk politics. We did the jingle. We did the jingle. And I'm more pissed. Because fuck Pete Buttigieg and his corporate ass. Because Bernie is going to win this thing. You can argue. You can argue and say that. I I know. I get it. You can argue and say that. I'm just telling you from what I saw. You can say, yeah, Bernie got more votes. Here's my thing about Pete Buttigieg. Here's my here's Bernie got more votes. But I'm just telling you from what I saw. Bernie did get more of votes. the number where the column said votes. But Adam, Pete's was higher. But Adam, do you think? Why don't you like Pete Buttigieg? Because do you think there's a thousand people who live in Iowa? I'm just telling you what I fucking saw. There's like there's like a quarter of a million people who live in Des Moines. Like there's. There's a lot of people who live in Iowa. Those numbers are delegates. Those aren't votes. So, yes, I see what you're saying. The 530 to the 520, whatever it is, Pete has more. Those are delegates. Those aren't votes. He, if, you go, if you go individually, person by person, Bernie got more. I don't know why it's not showing up on your app there. But, yes, he got more votes when you count the satellite votes and everything. I read this. Because I stayed until fucking midnight and I wasn't getting any results. And then a week later, I still don't have results. And I'll tell you why I don't like Pete Buttigieg. Because I originally, I did like him. Well, according, okay, I, 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 tell me, tell me, but to, to skew your numbers the way you're talking about, this is what I'm going to say. There's two different tabs you click on. One is a Republican tab 
And according to this, the oh, vote count... I'm going to spoil for you. Trump won the Republican one. Trump had like 31,000. So yes. Yes. It, I, maybe it's a matter of maybe just that many people didn't come out. Oh, no. They had a lot I more don't know. than that. I don't they know. They had a lot more than that. I don't know. But here, but... but yeah, you said when, you, when it's you don't all, like Pete Bougie. When it's all said and done, I'm telling you, Pete's going to get more delegates out of Iowa, and Bernie's going to get more votes. And Bernie's going to say he won because he got more votes. And Pete's going to say he won because he got more delegates. It's going to be a whole gray area. And you know who's going to be laughing about it? Trump. That's who won Iowa. Trump. Because the Democrats look like fucking idiots again. Yeah. Why don't I like Pete Buttigieg? I did like him at first. When he first came on the scene, he went on the Joe Rogan podcast. I listened to it. I liked some of the things. Not everything, but I liked a lot of the things he had to say. I love the fact that he's gay because if we had a gay president, it would make the the bigots' heads explode and I would just eat that shit up. But here's my problem. Originally, when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and early on in his campaign, he was for Medicare for all, just like a lot of the other candidates, like Bernie, like Tulsi, like Elizabeth Warren. And then during his campaign, he switched. He's not for that anymore. Did you know that? I mean, I can assume. He's not for that anymore. Do you want to know why he's not for that anymore? No. He took a shit, a shit ton of money from the big pharma industry and from the health insurance companies. And what does he do? They say, dance, monkey, dance. And he does. That's why I say, fuck Pete Buttigieg. So pivoting from one politically charged topic to another. Yes, let's pivot. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. What did you think of the Super Bowl, Scott? Uh, I enjoyed it. You did? Oh, I enjoyed it. Were you, uh, surprised that the Chiefs won? Or, uh, were you like, I'm, I'm I, not knew surprised. I knew it. I'm not surprised. I am happy that it was a good game. It was a close game. It was a back and forth game. There's a lot of fumbles in that game. A lot was, of, a lot of, a lot of butterfingers. It was, uh, yeah, it was the, the Chiefs, I would say, arguably, they have the best offense. And the 49ers, I would say they have the best defense. I think I said that when we did our pre-Super Bowl yeah. talk. And that, that was pretty accurate. I think the 49ers led most of the game until the end. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, who I also talked about, he wasn't playing very well until the end of the game. And then he just flipped the switch and won the game and got MVP and the rest is history. Um, I'm glad the Patriots weren't in it. We went to Deloney's house for the Super Bowl party. I had a good time. It was It was fun. I mean, I wish the Steelers were in it, but they weren't. So it was a. I was I was at that party too. It was it got to a, be a rough point for me. It was very rough. Like around nine thirty. Were you I drunk? Was, no, I was just like I'm ready to go home because I'm tired. I gotta uh, I, I gotta be up in like six hours to go to work and like my. You're my, not a football my guy. Head, my yeah. head is pounding. Like I've got a killer headache and like I'm just like I like I'm like the game's good. And I'm going to stick around as long as I can. But at 9.30, I was starting to think, maybe I'll just leave. Only because I did the math, and there was about seven to eight minutes left in the game. And it took him 15 to 20 minutes to get through two minutes of uh, of game time. That's, and so yeah, I'm that's like, how football is. Yep. And so I'm like, if I have to sit here for another hour, like I'm going to die because my head is pounding and I'm tired. So I heard a rumor that maybe for next year's Super Bowl, they were thinking about doing it on a Saturday. They, there is talk of it. I would love that. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I would love it. that because then people like me could actually enjoy the game and not have to worry about waking up in five hours to go to work. So I would not be opposed to it, um, but I'll believe it when I see it. The NFL has so much money and so much pool, and 
And they, they've pretty much marketed a day. Like, Sunday is for football. Let's face yeah. it. Sunday is for football. It would make it so good for everybody involved, too, because Saturday, you know, whether you win or lose, or whether you're part of the winning team and the losing team, Saturday night you can go party. You can either go party and celebrate the fact that you won, or you can go party and, you know, drown your woes in fucking beer and shit like that. I bet they did that on a Sunday night. I'm sure they did, but Saturday's <laughs> better. Would you rather have the Saturday strippers or the Sunday strippers? Think about that and make your decision. So speaking of strippers, what did you think of the halftime show? I thought it was fine. I loved it. I thought it was so good. I thought it was fine. A lot of lip syncing, but other than that, I thought it was fine. Of course there's lip syncing. How do you perform live there and sound any good? I would prefer if they would have tried to do an actual like live, you know, you know, thing i i don't respect a lot of lip syncing i'm sorry i just don't if you're gonna do your song do it do it live i saw i thought it was entertaining i saw a meme it it was a bunch of people talking shit on j-lo and shakira for lip syncing and then it showed a couple years ago when it was like the red hot chili peppers (laughs) and flea was on stage with his bass yeah and he's like doing what he does and they wrote it wasn't plugged in yeah. Bit, like that's horrible. so it's not that's just, terrible it's not just the singers it's everybody i didn't say it was just yeah. them but i'm just saying like in general if you're gonna get up on the stage and i can tell that you're not actually doing the song that i'm I, like all right that's, I, it's, I, it's entertaining but it would be more entertaining if I you think, did the song i think most performers whether they're pop hip-hop rock country whoever has done the the halftime show they all do that I feel like several years ago, the band The Who actually played, and it was bad. And you you can't blame them. Like you could you hear some chords played wrong. You could hear some crackling in the voice. That's how you know. Hey, it's it's real. It's live. But you sound like shit because you're playing halftime of a football game. You got to get this big fucking elaborate set out. You got to get your shit. You got to play. You got to get the fuck off the field. There's another yeah. second half of the game. Like. If you watch the actual transformation to a football field, to a legit concert venue, in the amount of time they have, it's impressive. So to actually, I'm not saying it's, it's it's very impressive. Yeah, my attitude is if I'm not like hearing you actually perform, why don't I just go watch a music video and be done? Okay, well then it's the same thing. You could do like, that. Why wouldn't I just go do that? But at the same time, like all the and you're not alone. There's a lot of people I saw on the internet. They were bitching about that too. Like a lot of people agree with you, but these people are probably very untalented hack hacks who can't play an instrument or sing a song to save their life. And here they are shaking their fists at the TV, saying "Fuck you, J Lo, for not singing." You know, I I don't get it. Fucking enjoy it. Like get a life. I thought it was great. I'm not saying that I'm to not, you. I'm, I'm not, saying it to collectively. I don't, I don't have it. I'm not dying on this hill. But if I <laughs> if I had to give my opinion, I don't care either way. But if I had to give my opinion on it, I'm like it was fine. It wasn't spectacular, but it was good. Like it was a good. It was a good performance. I never what it was. realized like. Good God, JLo is like fifty years old. She looks 50. fucking amazing. Does she sacrifice 50. like 50. baby goats? Does she like gorgeous? Yeah. Like still she smoking. drinks the blood of virgins. She must. <laughs> like, Maybe. That ass holy shit. that ass still fat after fifty Jesus years. Jesus Christ. But after after half a century, she's still got it. Shakira's forty three, so she's no spring chicken herself. And she's mm, those, la- those Latinas, I tell you. But um I never I always liked J Lo. 
I always liked Shakira. I did. I, I never liked, had a problem with them. But they were never, like, top of my list, either one of them. I was never, like, going to their concert and buying their albums. But I enjoyed them. You know, they were yeah. they were a top 40 radio station. If mm-hmm. I heard them on there, I wouldn't be like, fuck this right, shit. Right, right. When they came out and Shakira came out first, she did five or six parts of songs. She didn't do the whole song. You don't have enough time. She did snippets yeah. of song. Then J-Lo came out. She did five or six of her own. I'm sitting there. I'm like, holy shit. I know every word to every one of both of these songs. I guess I'm a big fan. I never realized. But, like, I grew up, like, around their t- the late 90s, yeah. early 2000s is when both of those artists were, like, huge. Like, they were putting out lots of hits. And I'm just like, wow, cool. We're, we're old. That's what you're saying. We're like, old now. Wow, Shakira's doing She-Wolf. I hadn't heard that in, like, four years. Wow, J-Lo's doing Waiting for Tonight? Do you remember this song? The song's killer. Like, I was really into it. I loved the music. The dancing was spectacular. Uh, I will say, the Shakira Xena Warrior Princess uh, cackle or, or scream that she did in the camera was a little weird. With her tongue? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like that's a little okay. weird. I, I that, that must have been like an in-the-moment thing. Like, she's getting pumped and she's like, yeah, I'm getting the camera. Let's do this. Uh-uh. So it's fine. But it was kind of weird. I'm going to say that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. I mean. But Scott. I'm not going to play or hate, but whatever. Are you ready to get pissed off again? Oh, here we go. This is the pissed Scott off ready, episode. Are you ready to get angry again? Not everybody liked the halftime show. Mm, you don't say. Some people hated the halftime show. Oh, they did. Huh? There's even one person that I heard about recently, actually tonight, who wants to sue the NFL because of the halftime show. <sighs> People are not happy about the fact that there are some skimpy broads on stage dancing and shaking their ass and, you know, wearing suggestive outfits. They thought it was super not family friendly and they are they're like complaining the NFL, which I'm not surprised. I'm not. Everybody has a voice and everybody's wrong. I wish that guy. It's not going to happen. But I, I, honest to God. Did you hear about that story? Yeah, oh, I did. I did. He was he's some right wing conservative Christian pastor who's threatening. He's not J-Lo's doing... ass made me feel things that I have not felt since oh, I was I didn't 10. Hear, I didn't hear that. His, the whole, the whole idea was he wants to sue the NFL. From what I heard, he wants to sue the NFL because their performance I uh, put thoughts in his head that could cost him his ticket into heaven or some oh, shit like that. Oh, sweet Jesus, I did not hear that. That sounds like it's something from The Onion. Like, that I, seriously does. I, Is I, that for real? I, I, I'm I pretty heard, sure that's for I real. I had heard it was this right-wing Christian conservative pastor who was threatening. He hadn't done it, but he was threatening to sue the NFL because it wasn't a family-oriented, excuse me, family-oriented performance. He said there's this is the Super Bowl, this is the big game, there's children all over the country watching this performance, and he's basically saying it was strippers. There was a stripper pole and they were wearing next to nothing. Yeah. And he felt that it was I never heard him say it gave me a boner and that's not what God wants. I'm but trying if to that's see if true, I could find that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Accord, uh, I mean you this... should have given him a boner. Did you watch it? It was awesome. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Give me a boner. Hundred percent. Um, I I'm not. 
this seems like from what I'm reading this article, it seems like one of those pseudo tabloid type articles, but I saw multiple results for it. <laughs> so I'm just I just picked this one because well, it's like I, one I of the top ones. True. And the tagline is Christian man wants to sue the NFL because Jennifer Lopez and Shakira's halftime show could keep him from, quote, getting into the kingdom of heaven. So he jerked one off. He rubbed the big one out in the third quarter. Yeah, <laughs> and then apparently he's, afraid he's now a sinner. Yeah, that's incredible. I love everything about that. I love it so much. He's I hope a they do Christian it again next year. activist is what he is. Well, you know what? I, I I heard a whole bunch of bullshit again from the hot sheets from the internet. Yeah, people were taken to their keyboard and wa- again waving their fists at the TV and saying, "Oh, this is not appropriate for television." Oh, go fuck yourself. It was fine. I specifically remember. Lady Gaga a cu- and Katy Perry, both of them, a couple years ago, being quite scantily clad what and a- dancing just fine. What about Adam Levine oh, last year? Last year, Adam Levine, oh, he's shirtless the whole fucking performance with his tatted up self and dude he's like a greek god yes he, he is, is ri- like i'm not a fan i don't i'm not a fan of the music that he, i'm not there are a couple songs i'm, I'm a, into i'm not a big maroon five guy yeah, that's fine. but him whole, he gives me feelings right i'm that's, like that's fine no homo he, makes, yeah, he right. makes me say i wonder you know that's <laughs> fine that's fine he's a gorgeous man oh yes but, but like there's three example i remember back in like the 90s share share did it one time and this was like forever ago, and she was dressed with feathers and like her tits hanging out, and right there, here's what's the difference? Not okay, much. Cher, so Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Adam Levine, they're all dressed in next to nothing and dancing and singing and performing. Nobody bats an eye. But then you get Shakira and J Lo up there doing the same thing. Everybody loses their mind. What's what's my conspiracy theory here, Adam? What I know what you're gonna four, say. What I, do those you, four people have in common, and the other two don't? I know what you're gonna say, and you're stretching. The you first four stretching. people are white. You're stretching. They're white. You're reaching right now. Nobody gets mad when white people are standing there next wearing. Next I stuff. guarantee. But when two Latinas do, when Katy Perry was people of color. I guarantee when Cher and Katy Perry were did that, there were people that absolutely called and complained. They were absolutely. We just don't. I'm not gonna say say it for Katy Perry, but what Cher did, like social media, is way bigger now than it was then. So we hear right, about fair it, enough. and he and people get off on that kind of stuff. So you probably hear about it a lot more now. I think you're reaching. I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I think you're reaching because first of all, Shakira doesn't fucking look Latino, but she is. She does not look it though. She's from Colombia. But she doesn't look it though. Is what I'm saying. And people are gonna look at her and they're gonna see a white woman. J Lo is American. Yeah. She's from the freaking Bronx. Yeah. But she's from Puerto Rican descent. She looks more Puerto Rican than, or more of that descent than Shakira. Spoiler, Shakira Puerto Ricans looks, are Americans. Shakira looks okay. white as fuck. She looks like a tanned white girl is what she looks like. But she's from Colombia. I know that, yeah, but okay. I'm just saying that's what she looks like. This guy that's suing or wants to sue, this is uh, his statement, or allegedly. Allegedly. Take this with a grain of salt. Maybe this is a bullshit story. I don't fucking know. But he said... I, I th- hope it's real. He said... This I th- is incredible. I think we ought to sue. Would that have been rated PG? Were there any warnings that your 12-year-old son, whose hormones are just starting to operate, <laughs> was there any warning that what he was going to see might cause him to get sexually excited? <laughs> I, I have to tell you, this is this sounds fake. 
I hope it's real. I hope it's real too. It could be fake. Real, it really could be fake. It just sounds too amazing to be real. Could I go to a courtroom and say, viewing what you put on that screen put me in danger of hellfire? I would watch. And that's the wa- moment that the Hunchback song, Hellfire, yes. comes on. That Judge Lord, yes. Judge Prolo comes on. That's that Dude, moment. talk about getting feelings. That song gives me the feelings. You didn't tell me I was going to watch it. You just brought it into my living room. You didn't tell me there was going to be crotch shots. <laughs> this can't be real. This can't be real. That, I, that's too gold. This that's is too gold. discriminatory against the value I have in my house. You can't just do that. I want to sue them for about, what's the number? What's the number, Scott? If okay. you had to guess. Okay, are you ready? I'm going to go $69 million? Is that the number? Oh, you're way off. Uh, you are so far off. $420 million. You're still so far off. Tell me. $867 trillion. Trillion? Yes. That's, that's a-, a made-up number. That's not a real thing. That's a fake thing. That's not a real word. Uh, like I said, the... The entire story could be made up. I don't know. But just from what I hear... God, I hope that's so real. Uh, the guy's I, name is Dobenmeyer or something like that. Oh my god. that More people would watch that court case than, than OJ than any court case before. I would turn in... I, I would get my popcorn ready. That is incredible. That is incredible. People need to lighten up. It was a great show. I loved the music. I loved the dancing. My kids loved it. I watched it with my little girls. You saw I Nina. Saw Nina, Nina was you saw up there Nina. Dancing. She was dancing, shaking her butt. I love it. I yeah. love it. Nina was up there dancing. She, oh, yeah. she loved. She she was digging. She she was asking me about Shakira. She really likes Shakira now. Maybe she, maybe Shakira will uh, make her want to be a belly dancer or something someday. Who knows. Wow, I thought it was a stuff. good show. Fun good, stuff. it was a good game. Um, I didn't think it was bad, despite the fact that towards the end I was getting headaches and tired. I still thought it was a good game, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a good show. You know, relatively entertaining. Get so Adam, you're a video game guy. You still play many video games? Not as much as I used to, but it's only because I'm a busy boy. I'm a very busy boy. I try, I'm trying to I'm trying to learn calculus and I'm trying to master programming. So it keeps me. It, it, I on the weekends I try to get to playing a couple games. But you don't usually talk about video games. So I'm curious. I don't. I don't. I want to get into this. So so I've been watching some YouTube videos. You know, I'm into the toy hunting and yeah. the toy collecting. It's kind of my thing right now. So a lot of the guy the YouTube videos I watch with with these toy people. A lot of them are toy and video game people, but they play like vintage retro video game system. Yeah, we're talking like Atari fifty one hundred. Like video game hipsters. We're talking like Nintendo NES. We're talking a uh, Super Nintendo, and even Adam, Sega Genesis. Sega. Sega Genesis was my. We've talked about it on the show before. It was my console of choice. It was my favorite video game system ever. I had it when I was quite a young kid, and I played it so much. And since then, I had other ones. I had PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. I had the Wii, and I liked them. I enjoyed them. But it was never the same. I never captured that enthusiasm that I had. Newer games, most of the time, are never as good as what you played when you were a kid. I I have a Nintendo Switch right now, which is the newest Nintendo console. It's amazing. I love it. 
Um, let me tell you, if they do, they Nintendo does this, does this thing sometimes where in their newer systems they'll put like old retro games that you can buy and download onto your system. If they put the Donkey Kong Country trilogy, the original trilogy from the Super Nintendo, and they put it on the Nintendo Switch, I would buy it up, and that would be all I would play. All three of those games because I, those are probably the games I played most when I was a kid. Like even more than Super Mario, I played Donkey Kong Country and it was amazing. So this one video, this one um, YouTube channel I was watching it was a video game guy. He collected every one, every single Sega Genesis video game that had ever been made. Jesus, he has it in the box with the with the manual, every single one. 700 there was seven seven and change games made and he went through the whole list of them and i was like wow i had like 20 <laughs> and they were like a lot of them were like duplicates like a lot of sports games i played and i saw some of them and you know i'm a big disney guy yeah so i got the idea i still have my genesis i can still play it so have all my games but a lot of my games are sports games or stuff I wanted to. I, I didn't have too many Disney games. I had The Lion King, which was ridiculously hard. Oh, it's, I played for the Super Nintendo. It's hard as fucking shit. Fucking crazy. Could never beat that game. So I thought about. I would like to play some video games with my kids. So there was a a local toy show that some video game people were going to be at, and I contacted one of them ahead of time, and I said I'm interested in getting some of these games. I went online, did my research, wanted to get some Disney games. Long story short, I have a stack right here of Sega Genesis games. I see that, yeah. Newly purchased uh, vintage games that I'm looking forward to getting into and playing. What do you have there? I'm, I'm going to read I'm gonna read some titles. Now, some of them are in the box. Some of them are loose. Okay? So I'll read the loose ones first. Now, they're all Disney. I went straight Disney. This first one is... Disney's Pocahontas. <laughs> Don't know anything about it other than it's based off of the Disney movie Pocahontas. The next one is Disney's Fantasia. Oh, the Fantasia game. Do you know this one? I if it's if it's what I'm thinking of, I do know of it. I've I've never owned it, but I played it, and it's it's difficult and fun. Yeah, okay. I think it's two players too. So Might I be. think Might if be. it's the one I'm thinking of, uh, one player plays Mickey Mouse, player two plays uh, Donald. Well, you can come so. over and play with me then. Oh, yeah. The next one I got is one you might like, Disney's Tailspin. Tailspin. Remember Tailspin? Yeah, Tailspin. Never played that one either. And I got last another loose one here, uh, Disney's Toy Story. Toy Disney's St- Pixar Toy Story. Toy Story... God, is it that old? Mm-hmm. That was that they made 90, a Sega Genesis game. Ninety five. Toy Story what? Ca- Ninety five. Toy Story came I out. I feel like that's so much newer. I feel like it, Toy Story is like a early two thousands well, movie. Toy Story four came out in twenty nineteen. Well, yeah, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like Toy Story feels like a early. Oh my god, I feel old now. Now this is the weird part. They actually didn't make a Beauty and the Beast game, but they made two separate. Beauty and the Beast spin-off games, and I got both of them. One, I think, seems a little more geared toward girls, and one more toward boys. This first one is loose. It's called Disney's Beauty and the Beast Belle's Quest. And on the cover, it shows Belle riding Philippe, which is her horse from the movie. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah, the, the other one, like and now these ones towards. are in box, so I thought this was pretty cool. This one is called 
Disney's Beauty and the Beast, Roar of the Beast. <laughs> and it shows the beast on the cover fighting the, the wolves. Let me see that. that for a second. Yeah, yeah. This feels like, describing it for the audience, okay, yes, the do. case has the feeling of those very old VHS tapes, especially the ones that the Disney movies came in, or the ones that clip open, click open, open like a book and everything. They just don't the cardboard sleeves. That's what this feels like. And this is... Just touching it brings back, like, like, memories of, like... It's so appealing to open it and yeah. click it close. Yeah. I, I love that. I love love these old... And th- and if you're listening, it's the it's the black clamshell yeah. box. Nintendo didn't have those ones. Nintendo was, like, all cardboard sleeved and you pulled yeah. the cartridge out, yeah. so... Well, we're getting there. The next game I got is Quack Shots, starring Donald Duck... And the guy who I bought these from, who owns a shop, he said, this is such a fun game. He's like, I love playing this game. So I don't know too much about this one. Like I said, I didn't have any of these. The next one is Disney's Ariel the Little Mermaid. Not just Little Mermaid, Ariel, Ariel the, Little Mermaid. the Little Mermaid. Yeah. As if we didn't know who the main character was. Yeah. That's, that'll be an so you haven't played any of these yet? I've never played a single one of these games ever. Not one. I just got them. When is the last time you played a video game, period? Mm. I haven't played my Sega in a couple years. It's still sitting in the other room hooked up to a TV. Just haven't done it. Have my Wii set up in there. The last time I played a video game... It was probably the Genesis, like, two years ago. Two years ago? So it's been a couple years. It's been a couple years since I've played any video game. Like, yeah. Not even, like, a mobile? I'm sticking it on my phone? No. <laughs> that's in- that's very interesting, then. Yeah, I don't play them. And the last one I have, and this one's a different case. This is kind of the case you're talking about. It's the yeah. cardboard case. This is Disney's The Jungle Book. And I never had any that were in a case like this. That's all Nintendo so, was. So that, this that is kind of case. Yeah. This is quite interesting. It pops out of here. I miss having time to play video games the way I used to. I don't like like I said, I'm in, I'm in school now, so I'm doing a lot of busy stuff and working, so I don't generally get enough time. I my you know what my biggest problem with video games right now is? I feel guilty when I sit down and play a video game because I feel like I, as much as I enjoy it, I feel like it's almost a waste of time. It's like binge watching a show. Like I could be doing something so much more important right now that I can like better myself. That sitting here almost feels like a waste of time, but I still do it and I enjoy it. Well, but I'm surprised you you you're getting back into that. the gaming I, I, I'm gaming try. thing. And I've got like a long list of other games I'd like to try. I'm gonna dabble with this first. What are the chances of you beating any of those games? Are you ready for this? Go ahead. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Are these called adventure games? Is that what you'd call them? Like side-scrolling? Like yeah. the old style? I've never, ever beat any game, ever. Really? Now, sports games are different. Yeah. I've beat those because you play a whole season. If you Like NHL, the games, I played those all the time. You play an entire season, you win the Stanley Cup at the end of the season. That's like beating the game. I've done that. But it's not the same. These, these, these style of games... I've never beat a single one. And I played Lion King a lot. I played Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 a lot. Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 
the first like three levels are easy. I can beat them no yeah. problem. <laughs> then it starts to get like the labyrinth level where you're like underwater. Oh, those are all the, always the worst. Oh my god! You had to like find those little bubbles and like breathe out of them. Yeah, it's, horrifi- that shit? it's horrifying. God, I, I can never beat that fucking level. I think I maybe <clears throat> beat it one more, and whatever the next level was, I lost on that one, and had, and then never got past the labyrinth. Again. Do you know why those these games are always so hard like that? Because it comes from the um, arcade style games. Right. Because before the before like Sega and Super Nintendo, there was like the Atari consoles, yeah. and there was like regular Nintendo, and a lot of those games were ported from like the arcade style games to be uh, home console games. The problem is arcade games were designed to be ridiculously hard because it meant yeah, you meant you pumping more quarters, and that's why those games are so hard. That's why Lion King is so hard because it comes from that style of uh, gaming. And these are all around the same era. Yeah. So something tells me. I might not beat any of them, <laughs> but that's okay. It's all about having fun, enjoying doing it. Yes, so yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it on for size and see see what happens. I mean, but I have so many good memories about my Sega Genesis that I'd like to, I'd like to. I'm let you in on a little secret, Scott. There's a lot of games I don't beat either, mm-hmm. even today, because I games are so fucking long that I get through like a good portion of the game and I just stop playing. It's like I do with Supernatural and stuff. You know, you get so far in, then you're just like, I got to take a break and stop playing. Well, here's something about me, and this might this might surprise you, Adam. But even when I was a young kid, and I was Sega Genesis was the new console, and I played it all the time. Even then, I wasn't very good at video games. <laughs> like I never really was that good at video games. Hot, I liked them. Hot take from Scott. No, I'm just not good at video games. And then I felt like they started getting harder and harder. I had PlayStation 2, and then I went to Wii, and but Wii, I just dabbled in it. PlayStation 2 was the beginning of the end. It was it was not the beginning. It was the end of the end. It got too hard. I sucked at every game. I was terrible. It wasn't fun anymore because I was just getting massacred at every game I played. I sucked. Yeah. I, I sucked hard. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go drink beer at a party and chase girls. Because that was around the age I was at the yeah. time. So, so I say this. I didn't leave video gaming. Video gaming left me. How's that for you? I think that is a poetic and eloquent way to be wrong about a thought. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe so. No, but I'm, I'm, I am... I am interested in your take you know it may be sega genesis it may be old games but they're still games so i'm interested in you reporting back on a future episode that you know you've been playing some stuff like that which one should i try first which one should you try first play fantasia really fantasia give that a whirl first you said it was hard they're all gonna be hard so out of all these fantasia's the only one you played if it's the one i'm thinking of yeah it's the only one it's the it's the only one i know I think Quackshot, it rings a bell. Maybe I played it before. I don't remember. But the cover, I know, looks very familiar. Um, I'm, you know, if I'm intrigued. Anything, I'm intrigued now. That's fine. If this crash and burns, which it very well could, if anything, you can resell these bad boys. Yeah. And I didn't pay. You see price tag stickers. You're like, you paid that much? No, I didn't. It was selling bu- for a buck? No. It was a bundle. I worked... A deal with the guy he gave me a great deal so I'm, i imagine they're not hot ticket games that everybody's out for but 
they're Disney related, so those are collector things too. Yeah. So if 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 it doesn't work and I could always resell. Are you going to keep buying more Disney games? Are you going to, like, if you see them out in the open, you're going to be like, oh, that's a Disney game. I'm going to get it. Or are you, are you just, like, good with this right now? I actually have a whole list of other <laughs> Disney games. Because when, this, when I watched the show, like, I was like, oh, my God, there's so many Disney games. So I wrote them all down real quick. So I'd be like, okay, I want to know. So you like to talk about how Mike Deloney, friend of the show, is a big Excel oh, guy. Big Excel guy. You're a big, you're that same guy. I'm not an Excel guy. But it's I'm a, the same I'm a list, thing. I'm a list Excel guy. is nothing but lists. That's all it is. Lists and categories. That's all it is. You get to be an advanced aid, you run out of room up here. So, gotta remind myself. But no, I, I'm gonna try these first before anything and see how it goes. And if I enjoy them, then maybe I'll add more to the collection. Yeah. We'll see I, think you're more, I think you're going to get frustrated before you enjoy them, but yeah, absolutely, 100%. That's probably accurate, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Scott. Yes, good sir. Good show. Good show. Why don't you tell the people how they can get a hold of Fortnite Distraction? What kind of games do you like to play? Do you Are you interested in hearing what Scott has to say? Yeah, yeah. If you want to get a hold of us... <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us... back to early in the show. Here at For Your Distraction, you can uh, shoot us an email at foryourdistraction at gmail.com. Hopefully it doesn't get hacked by the Russians. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of different ways you can listen to our show. We are on SoundCloud. You can search for For Your Distraction on there. We are on iTunes. Search for For Your Distraction on there. Uh, we are on Podbean. You can search for the Movie Guys podcast on there. They're our sister show. They post all of our latest shows on Podbean. And they're also on YouTube, my favorite, where I watch all my video gaming and toy collecting videos. You can also, while you're watching video gaming and toy collecting, search for Movie Guys Podcast, and you'll see four distraction videos pop right up there on YouTube. That's a, that's a cool way to, to check us out. Uh, we are on Facebook. Search for four distraction on there and like us. We are also on Twitter. You can tweet us at podcast FYD. We did have an Instagram, but it got hacked by the Russians. Oh no! Uh, um, yeah. Uh, so, what game should I start out with? Pocahontas, Bell's Quest, Toy Story, Tailspin, Fantasia, Jungle Book, The Little Mermaid, Quackshot, or Return of the Roar. Let us know. Shoot us an email. Let us know on Facebook. I just I just looked up portable bidets, mm-hmm. travel size bidets, and travel they, bidets. Yes, and they look scary because they they look like a cross between vibrators slash dildos. Just just something. It's not something you. Wait, would. It goes in. It no, it doesn't. There's like the one that I'm seeing is called the Mini Boss Travel <laughs> Electric Bidet. And apparent it looks like a little nozzle it looks like a vibrator. Long and slender and <laughs> curve shape. But it looks like a nozzle, like a there's something that covers it and a nozzle comes out from the side and that you just kinda have to aim. Like it's you have to aim yourself. Yeah. I, I gotta show you a picture of this. Please aim to please. <laughs> 